WWTI Studios would like to remind you that this show is not for the faint of heart, easily offended, or bitchy-ass bitches. If the stick up your ass is causing you to complain about the adult content, please listen to something else. But if you're messed up in the head like the rest of us and like to have a little fun, enjoy the show. You're listening to We Won the Internet, pre-recorded in a doomsday bunker somewhere in the Pacific Northwest. We strive to half-acidly bring you weird news, funny stories, and anything we can find interesting on the web. So please welcome our hosts, Sam Baxter and Logan Marks. How's everybody doing out in podcast land? It's April 2nd, 2020. Thanks for joining us for another night at the bunker with your two favorite idiots. You know what, Sam? You know what happened to me? What happened to you? Tell us. Oh my God. You know... I know this coronavirus is out and people are, I don't know, they're just idiots. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm starting to think that maybe, maybe some people need to go. Need to you know, go. People, you some mean? people just, some people just need to to be be killed off. Oh, be killed <laughs> off. Okay. <laughs> so you're saying this is a blessing in disguise, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Please elaborate. Tell us why. Okay. Okay. So I. I'll, the pipes had broke here at the bunker, right? So I, yeah, yeah, I had yeah. to go to the I had to go to the hardware, you know, mm-hmm. store to go f- to get some some stuff to fix the pipes. Yep. So it's it's essential, you know. I didn't go out there just to you know buy a skateboard or something stupid. Yes, yes. I went to the hardware store, and so I'm look I'm I'm looking around for my parts, and when I see I see this this lady comes in. She's wearing a mask, gloves, and she goes up to one of the employees, and she's like, "I need to find." These screws. It was three little screws, right? She she's pulling them out. Screws. Okay. She's and she's she's covered up to the nines. Huh? Yeah. She's, she's like like totally with the gloves. Every, yeah. Everything. Just like acting gotcha. like she's she's you know she's. I, if she didn't have, like a, she works for the CDC and all that <laughs> stuff. Right? Okay. Yeah. The, just lacking was a was a suit was a complete body. You know the hazmat suit. suit. Yeah, hazmat <laughs> suit. Okay. So she's asking this guy for screws, right? And he's mm-hmm. like. He's working there, and he's got he's got his little mask on, and he, and he has to get close so he can grab the screws because he has to know what size these things are. Mm-hmm. So he goes up there and he grabs them, right? And she just looks like like she has this look on her face, like he went and just slapped her. She's like mortified. She's like mortified. Sorry, and so and, and but she doesn't say anything. She just kind of goes about her business, right? And 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 okay. he finds the screws, gives it to her. And goes and then I see her. She goes to she sees where the manager's at. She waves him down and she starts complaining about this guy getting too close to her. <laughs> and I'm like, bitch, what are you doing out in fucking public for three screws? Yeah. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you? If you're that so if you're that scared, why are you out in public? Stay home. Stay home. Yeah. Send somebody else who's who who's not gonna fucking cry like a little bitch when somebody comes near them. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> so did so did the guy get in trouble or anything or what? Well, I I don't know. I don't know if he got in trouble or not. Uh, that's all I saw was her complaining. Yeah. So I'm, I don't know if the guy got in trouble. So you Still know, I moved bitch. I moved on. And then and so I go and grab the stuff. So I'm coming back. I grab my pipes. I come back right, and I see, and I'm walking past the paint counter, mm-hmm. and I see this guy. He's like, he's asking for some paint. And the guy and the and the employee, he he grabs the this can. He's like, oh, you know, we got this stuff. It's on sale, you know, mm-hmm. and he's trying to explain to him, you know, it's good paint and stuff. And, and I'm kind of just listening. And the guy goes, the guy gets kind of close, really kind of starts getting up there. 
looking mm-hmm. at it to look at the can, and the guy kind of backs away. The employee like, backs away. Yeah, the employee backs away from him, and the guy okay. gets he gets offended, and he's just like, <laughs> "What are you scared of, son?" And he starts like patting the guy on the shoulder, like getting close oh, to him. God. And I'm like, and I'm looking at this. I was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Yeah, this guy is just at work. He's trying not. He's he's you know he's seen hundreds of people a day. Mm-hmm. You know, helping probably probably helping tons of people a day, having to having to deal with you know he might get sick, mm-hmm. and these assholes are coming up to him, touching him. <laughs> and I was like thinking, it's like social you know distancing. What? Yeah, it's like get these there's these people confront a lot of people a day, and they don't need some asshole come up rubbing up against them. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't and touch anybody anyway when they're yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> you shouldn't have to worry about people touching you at work. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's just ridiculous. But I said the guy looked pretty upset. He told he's like, hey, I could hear him. He was like, hey, you know, don't touch me. Don't fucking touch me. <laughs> yeah, don't fucking touch me. And I was like, yeah, dude, tell you tell that dude because the guy's a fucking idiot. He's just touching him. What are you afraid yeah, of? Yeah, and he's all like, the guy's all patting him, all happy, and I'm looking at him like, this guy is fucking crazy. And, this, he's like, like, and he was like an older guy, and I was like, this guy is probably helping you out more yeah, because you're man. older and you're more likely gonna die from this shit. That old guy's guy. playing with fire. Yeah, and I was thinking, it's like, I was thinking, it's like, I hope that dude gets it. I hope he gets it. Oh shit! Just, just, just for the fact that he was being such a dick about it. Just out of spite, huh? Yeah. What are you afraid of? What are you afraid of? Oh, and I was like, what is wrong with you? But oh, and then, man. so after yeah, I bought my stuff, I left, and after on the drive home, I was just like, I don't know. I think a lot of people need to go. Yes. <laughs> There's some people that we probably would not miss. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fucking dead weight, huh? That's yeah, and I just it. and I just witnessed two of them. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's horrible! I mean, yeah, and they're and they're the distance. Yeah, and they're both people that were over sixty. Oh man! So yeah, <sighs> I, I, they just don't listen. They don't. If they see the news, they just probably feel like I don't know. I, I'm not gonna say. And I, and I was kind of shocked to see how many people were actually out because you know I was going to get stuff you know for a broken pipe. That's that's yeah, stuff required. That's required. It's like I don't want to go out and have have fun to go f- come home come home to fix a pipe. Exactly. But there's people out there just buying, milling around, just looking, shopping. Just I looked like at you no know, big I deal. At, yeah, I would look at their carts. I was, you know, I'm all judgmental. You son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> what you got in there? I know. I know. <laughs> you don't need this. You don't need oh, that. Fuck Get the fuck out of here. I know. You don't need that small airplane. <laughs> fucking idiot. I know. Yeah. People are coming in for like little toy wheelbarrows for their kids. <laughs> so I know, like, really? That's essential? Really? Yeah. But Well, man. you know. It is what it is, I guess. Yeah. Hopefully they don't get sick. But if they do, I guess Logan will be happy. <laughs> you got Logan's stamp of approval. Yeah. <laughs> Logan says to eradicate him. Fuck <laughs> it. <laughs> Let him move on. <laughs> I call well, it speak- it's a Darwinian the Darwinian way. Yep. Well, speaking of moving on, should we get on with this shit? Oh right. yeah. Yeah, let's see. let's get on with the show. So we're going to take a break. When we get back, uh, we're going to shit on the internet, and we'll see you guys in a little bit. This week's sponsor is Blue Balls Energy Drink. We get you juiced up with no place to go. Blue Balls, Blue Balls, Blue Balls! You sitting at home with nothing to do? Let the refreshing taste of warm milk and tuna fish quench your thirst for power. 
a power you can't use because you can't go anywhere. Blue balls, blue balls, blue balls. Let us get you amped up for sitting around and doing nothing. No gym, no social gathering, no touching, no problem. Blue balls has a kick that will get you nowhere fast. Blue balls, blue balls, blue balls. It's like Netflix and chill without the chill. Man, this product sucks. Who the hell would drink this? This is terrible. Whose idea was this? Well, shit, at least they're paid. Blue balls, blue balls, blue balls. All right, I got this first story here again. It's got to be Florida. So this Florida <laughs> man, this guy was arrested twice in two days for impersonating a police officer. <laughs> twice? All <laughs> 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 right. <laughs> this guy's back in jail for imprisoning law enforcement just days after he was arrested for the exact same charge, the sheriff's office said. Did you worry, Stottlemyre? Leroy, uh, Leroy Stottlemyre, <laughs> 60 years old, was arrested March 11th after investigators got a tip from a toll bridge attendant who showed them video of the man flashing a law enforcement badge twice on March 11th <laughs> to avoid paying, get this, $2 toll. <laughs> <laughs> It was worth it. It was worth it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> the off-duty officers are on-duty officers are allowed to cross free of charge. Official said so. He was trying to take advantage. Right? <laughs> so they, they, he told the attendant told you know investigators that he flashed a silver badge at him, and he <clears throat> and he in turn showed the man an article about his arrest for impersonating an officer. <laughs> so then. <laughs> So then he see, so then he said the Stoudemire put the badge away and paid the toll. <laughs> so he kind of got freaked out. <laughs> but again, this guy like for two dollars, man, doing it twice in two days. Like, who the fuck would do this shit? So he got busted the first time, right? Yeah, that's what I'm and saying. He, he was arrested uh, twice, and they did it again. He did it again. What <laughs> the Florida, hell, man? <laughs> it's like I don't know what it, what these old people are just going crazy. I don't know. Like, they don't give yeah. a shit. Maybe, remember that Seinfeld episode? When you get old, you know, they give you more chances, right? Oh, I'm old. I'm <laughs> yeah. confused. Oh, yeah. I'm confused. I don't yeah. know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. Where am I? You just act like you're incoherent. <laughs> Where am I? God damn it. But, oh, I can't wait yes. till you get old. I can use that. Yeah, but this guy, man, twice for it's not even like it's not like he was like stealing books or anything. He was impersonating an officer, man. <laughs> I know it's like he, it did, like it didn't he didn't learn any lesson. So I don't know. Oh fuck no, <laughs> fuck no. This guy is not gonna learn lesson. He's kind of entitled. It sounds like hey, I should get through this. Yeah, I know. I'm, He's all like trying fuck. to get free hot dogs and shit. At yeah, the- I know. <laughs> <laughs> at Costco, oh, I know. Guy. I know. I'm an officer. Yeah. Like so, like, what? <laughs> do we get free donuts here? Yeah, I know, I know. Krispy Kremes. <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that was pretty fucking stupid. So what do you got? Well, I got, I got another. This this sounds like a Florida story, but actually, it's in Washington State. Oh, sure. So, so a Washington State man riding shotgun in an old Buick was arrested after fleeing a hit and run incident, and leading police on a high speed chase on the inter on a interstate freeway. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the driver, his pet. His uh, pet pit bull got off scot free. <laughs> so, <laughs> so <laughs> such as the scene of Sunday near Seattle, poli- um, where police arrested a 51 year old man from Lakewood, Washington, who told them that he was teaching his dog how to drive. The man was apparently <laughs> steering the car from the passenger seat. <laughs> <laughs> this dog needs to learn how to drive in case I have a heart attack. He's going to take me to the hospital. <laughs> Someone's got to take me because I can't drive anymore. Yeah. My, my license is revoked. 
I know. So, re- report, <laughs> reports, <laughs> reports, <laughs> reports say the man whose name was not released uh, was driving his 1996 Buick on Interstate 5 when he allegedly struck two vehicles in <laughs> South Seattle near the Boeing Access Road and then fleed north on I-5. The car was spotted on the interstate near uh, Suquamish River in Everett. Mm-hmm. The vehicle was driving more than 100 miles per hour <laughs> <laughs> when they began pursuit. The vehicle left the freeway and then drove onto a nearby uh, uh, trail, like a bike path. Yeah. The chase finally ended after the police were able to deploy the, uh, the spike strips. Now, so, the dog was driving this whole time? Or what? So, yeah, the police found the man seated in the passenger seat. Yeah. And his dog was behind the wheel. The man had apparently been steering the car for the dog. <laughs> the, the dog pushed on the gas? <laughs> That's what I was, because it's a pet bull. It's not very, do- it's not very big. I mean, they're, they're a good sized dog, but I don't think their legs are long enough to hit the gas, right? Shit, no. <laughs> <laughs> It's not a Great Dane or something. <laughs> so the man was arrested under suspicion of DUI. No Reckless shit. driving and hit and run feeling. <laughs> basically hit and run. But uh, that's his. Asinine. Oh, I, uh, <laughs> stupid. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. I just can't imagine him there sitting on the passenger side. Like it, it was him. You it know, was him. I can't. I can't. I couldn't get take the keys away from him, officer. I know. I know. You know, you know how he is when he's drunk, or you probably don't. Yeah. But you know, I know. Can't teach an old dog new tricks. <laughs> <laughs> he just won't listen to me. He does what he wants. He does what he wants. He's so out of control. <laughs> you just see how he is with the women. <laughs> Oh, oh fuck man that's awesome <laughs> oh my god <laughs> alright <laughs> well I got this last story here so <laughs> a man has accused <laughs> a man has been accused of grabbing a two and a half foot long uh, sword and chasing after another man who asked him to turn down his music police well- <laughs> in Manchester New Hampshire said <laughs> a man knocked on the door of Benjamin Leyland who was 47 on Monday mm-hmm. police said Leyland reportedly became upset and grabbed the sword. He allegedly chased the man down the hall, the police said. But he, luckily the guy got away and there was no injuries. So, <laughs> so, so he was charged with criminal threatening. And he's scheduled to be arraigned on Tuesday. It doesn't. We, we don't know right now if he has a lawyer. But why would the fuck would you grab a sword? And <laughs> try- Maybe the guy was a, the witcher. And he was like. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he thought he was. A- <laughs> he's I seen that movie. I could be him. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be the Witcher. Yeah. Toss a coin to your Witcher. Oh, Valley of. Yeah, that's <clears throat> that's that's too rich. These people, man. Florida, Washington State, fucking New Hampshire. These fuckers. It's like, it's like crazy town now. Well, it's always been kind of crazy, but it just feels like more crazy now. Yeah, things are definitely way weirder like, now. Like, yeah, like people just don't give a shit anymore. <laughs> They're kind of getting that way, huh? <laughs> I mean, geez. I mean, like, like you hear about in China, like a lot of the people. I think I don't, um, they're getting divorces, right? Because they're they're stuck at home together. <laughs> yeah, husband and wife. I, so I can see you know. that. A lot, <clears throat> a lot of a lot, lot of domestic violence is going on. Is it really? Yeah, it's like it's a, it's been increasing by a lot because people Ooh. can't stand each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
I'm can't like, believe hey, no, you I've, had my kids. I fucking forgot I hate people. Now I just... Yeah, I know. <clears throat> now I, I got to live with them. Well, you know, a lot of people are out of their comfort zones, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's crazy time, so... But the, the introverts are happy. happy. Yeah, I know. They're they're thriving right now. Yeah, <laughs> this is heaven, man. This is heaven to them. <clears throat> now nobody can tell me I'm fucking wasting my life just playing video games all day. Yeah, that's right. I, I'm prepared. I prepared for the apocalypse. Yeah. All right, so we're going to take a break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to do Decoding the Internet, uh, which we're going to talk about questionable events, which I don't know what that means, but we'll find yeah, out. We'll find out. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, we'll be right back. All right, so we're going to talk about some weird questionable things now. I've been lately. I've been reading and you know a lot of shows on TV, right? Because I'm stuck here you know, on the bunker and I haven't really <laughs> showered in the last few days, and that pipe broke, so it gave me an excuse not to shower. So I've been watching, you know, a lot of shows about like leprechauns, Bigfoot, all that weird shit. <laughs> leprechauns. Yeah. <laughs> well, leprechauns are real, but you know what I mean. Uh, <clears throat> but then I started reading about you know specific events with people, um. and there's been a couple that kind of stood out. This is this is one that I hadn't really heard about before. So the first one I'm going to talk about is the Isdal woman. I don't know if you ever heard of her, Mm-mm. but this happened in 1970, November 1970. So the remains of a woman were discovered by some hikers in the Isdalen Valley in Norway. <clears throat> That's how it got the name, the Isdal woman. Mm. Now, what's weird about it, you know, is that one, she's dead. Two, the way she, they found her, that she was mostly burned. So the belongings that were there, that were next to her were like, uh, some cheap liquor, <clears throat> two plastic water bottles, a uh, passport container, rubber boots, woolen sweater, scarf, nylon stockings, an umbrella, her purse, matchbox, a watch, two earrings, and a ring. So mm-hmm. basically kind of normal essentials, right? Yeah, just stuff that people normal people would have. Yeah. So nothing really weird, but around her body were traces of burned paper, and beneath it was a fur hat, which was later found to have been doused with gas. Oh. So, yeah, so um, that's all they had found right there of her. But they found two suitcases belonging to her at the Bergen Railway Station three days later. So in the suitcase, they found basically like equivalent in 1970 to 100 U.S. dollars, multiple identities, eight different passports, mm-hmm. various wigs, a pair of non-prescription sunglasses, uh, and a list of handwritten codes that turned out to be dates and abbreviations for her destinations. Like and a spy? The, Russian God, spy? Maybe. That's that's what I'm kind of... That's what's questionable about, about her. The clothes in her bag, all the tags had been removed or rubbed out. So, hmm. yeah. So, like, maybe you just didn't know what brand or anything she had. So, they did an autopsy on her. And they found that she had died from a combination of incapacitation by phenobar, which is a epilepsy drug, and poisoning by carbon monoxide. They also found soot in her lungs, which verified that she was burned alive. And <clears throat> the part of her that wasn't like burned was like her neck, and they saw that she had bruises on there. So they thought maybe she had fallen or maybe she even took a punch. Mm-hmm. They also found 50 to 70 feminol sleeping pills in her body, and there were 12 more pills left by her body. So it was almost like, you know, like she took them, right? Like suicide. Yeah, she took down a bunch of them. Yeah. 
So, of course, you know, the cops, they questioned anyone who had seen her. And it was reported that, you know, she was staying in a hotel and other people had seen her around. And uh, they said they had heard her speaking German, um, French, and some broken English. Mm-hmm. And one of some one of the person one of the people that saw her also claimed she had claimed that she was Belgium. So that that's probably where the French comes from. Mm-hmm. So so they had a photo of her and it circulated around the police agencies. And for some reason, the case was suspiciously closed down quickly and ruled just a suicide. So oh, no big deal. <clears throat> yeah, I know. But like one person, like later on. He, and like in the in the 2000s, he said when in 1970 he was 26 years old, and he had seen her when he was out hiking. He saw her that day, that last day that she was Before presumed she alive. Yeah. yeah. So when he said he saw her, he said, you know, he's he's hiking out there. It's 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 a uh, cold out there, right? You know, they're in they're basically they're in Norway, mm-hmm. and so he saw her that she was wearing like a light jacket, like light clothes, like clothes not for hiking, right? Mm-hmm. So he saw her. But she was accompanied by two men. And she said, and he said that as she was, they were passing each other by, she was looking at him and her eyes looked like she wanted to say something to him, like plead to him. Mm-hmm. But she didn't. And so um, he, at the time that happened, like right after she was dead and he told the cops about it, but the cops like, ah, don't worry about it. Like, that's nothing. So he, he um, the story was never, his little story was never logged. You know, the guys that he described, they didn't take down any information about it. They just let it go. Like, nah, don't worry about it, guy. So the weird thing about her, the questionable thing, like you said, spy, was she, was she a spy? You know, cause she, this is going on during the cold war. Mm-hmm. Um, like why, why would they have closed this case so quickly? You know, they never, they've never revealed her true identity. It seems like it's a, like you said, a, a spy, a cloak and dagger type event that she probably got caught and they had to, you know, offer, but mm-hmm. just, just all the things they left, all the, all the evidence and the cops just let, just closing it off right away. It seems really odd. Yeah. It was just, it's weird. I guess it's a questionable event. Yeah. Um. I mean, it's <laughs> <laughs> very questionable, but well, if it's happening during the cold war, you know, I could I could see it being a, being some sort of spy or, or sure. even like even one of our spies and maybe they died and they just want to cover up the fact that she was a spy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. People know. You don't want her are. information getting out. Yeah. So I mean, it's 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 a reasonable. I mean, because there was spies back then. I mean, they. they oh yeah. They did stuff a lot like of spies. That, so. You hear about that back then. Yeah. A lot of people just just you know it's Cold War right. You can't go in hot, so you just got to go in as a spy, and you know you were planted by your agents, and you you had to complete your job. I just thought it was I thought it was pretty weird. That last guy that saw her, he's. You know, could you imagine you being the last one that saw her and you kind of felt like something was off? Yeah, and didn't say anything. Yeah, he didn't say anything, and then you're just like, fuck, like. Then what, what do you expect? What are you going to say? Like, I see people. No, no, like, like, well, not, but not you say anything, but you could tell she was going to say something to you, and then you think about it later, like, man, maybe I should have said something to her, you know? Yeah. And I could have. Well, you know, I, 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 I've seen people like that, too, where they look like they want to say something, and. Just let him be. I, don't, I just let him be because <laughs> I don't want. To, I don't want to hear your shit. <laughs> Fuck you, guy. <laughs> Dude, I don't want to get in your business. I'm done. I'm out. Yeah, of here. you need help. You fucking call. Oh, he's a quarter. Go call somebody. He's a quarter. Gives a shit. Call someone. Gives a shit. Yeah. <laughs> so I got this next event here. It's a little bit. It's a little bit bummer for the father, but this this is about the case of Timothy Pitson. Mm. So this six year old boy in Aurora, Illinois, 
got picked up by his mom 30 minutes after starting class in the morning. The administration saw the mom and him leave together. They, they never saw him again. The boy has never been seen again. But three days later, his mom was found in a hotel room, dead from an apparent suicide. So she left a note that said, quote, Timothy is okay. He is with people who will care for him. You will never find him, unquote. So the question, the weird thing about this is who's that note meant for? Was it for the dad? Was it for somebody mm-hmm. else that she was running from? It sounds like, like it. maybe it might have been an ex-husband or something. I mean, she was. they were still married. And no, I mean, it, and it could have been like a, a husband, abusive husband. Perhaps, yeah. Um, to the, this day, he's, he's never been found. This happened in May 2011. Again, why would why would she kill herself though? That's another. That's to me, that's questionable. Mm. And who was she hiding him from? Like, and who's taking care of the boy? It's not with the grandparents. It's not with anybody close to that circle, right? I mean, obviously the police would do an investigation of everyone around there. Yeah. So I wonder who she could have uh, got this got Timothy to that was totally secure, totally unless she fucking killed the kid herself. You know, maybe she did something bad to the boy. You know, like like you said, maybe she's trying to keep him from the father, and mm-hmm. she's like, "Well, this is the only way I'm going to save him, even though it's yeah. not." Now nobody can get him. Yeah, it's. I think that's a that's kind of a, a shitty, you know, thing to happen. It's, but like again, who knows? They they didn't say any foul play by the father. There was no known uh, problems that they were having. But you know, there's there's a lot of stories of you know kids who have been abducted or taken and they've never been found or like we talked about before that end up getting found later. So maybe one day this kid will will be found or he'll find himself. There's also you know cases of kids you know finding out later when they're 18 like oh my god like I'm on a registered database of missing kids. You know this this they just they never knew that they were abducted when they were like three years old. You know, mm. there's stories like that. But yeah. <clears throat> and I got this last one here. This this is called the Westfield Watcher. So this is a little bit weird. So this married couple moves into their dream house in Westfield, New Jersey. So they needed to do a little bit of remodeling before they can move, you know, move the kids in. So it was all good, you know. They were they were happy with the house and no problem. So be, before they moved in, you know, like they said, they were doing the re, working on the remodel. The husband finds a strange letter in the mail. So it starts out, you know, pretty positive. Hey, welcome to the neighborhood. That type of shit, right? But then it got really weird, got really dark, and it says, this house is being watched and has been watched for generations. And the family that lives here has no clue what lies within the walls of the home. And it's just signed by, quote, the watcher. So it started in 2014, and they kept getting letters, you know, and it was threatening the family members and referring to the kids as young bloods and... Just, just a lot of basically hate and fear that there was being written about. So, the watcher also described the the their dark fates. You know, anyone who lives there is basically going to die, right? So, what a way to fucking move into a new house by getting all this information. So, of course, they blamed the neighbors. They blamed anyone else down the road. There's mm-hmm. investigations, accusations, lawsuits. But they never found who it was. It was kind of like, remember those Circleville letters that we talked about in our old show? How, like, letters were going out to people being threatened? Yeah, yeah, I kind of, I vaguely remember them. Okay, so basically, 
It was just a letter going to this family. Basically, get the fuck out, or you will, you know, you'll pay. You'll you'll mm-hmm. you'll regret it. Your whole family will. And to this day, they they had to sell the house. Last year, they selling it. They sold it at a loss because, you know, nobody's. I guess information got out about it, and like, who's the fuck's gonna buy it, right? Yeah. I'm not. I'm not moving into the fucking poltergeist house. You know that type of shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought it was really weird about. Um, I don't know how this to this day and age how you could really. I don't know. Could you send letters and not be traced back? I mean, is that a thing still? Well, yeah, because you can with letters. I mean, you can drop it off anywhere. I mean, you can I guess go, you could just put it in the mailbox. Go into a different I mean, town. Yeah, you can town put it in some mailbox somewhere. I guess town. you wear gloves, huh? Yeah, just don't keep fingerprints on there. It's so weird. I mean, I like stuff like this. I feel like you know this happened in the seventies and shit, you know. But I guess it could still happen. I mean, I don't use mail that often, so I don't really know. I know. I it's like, like I would have probably just thrown it away, thinking it was junk mail. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Watcher, Watchtower. What is Joe Witch? Yeah, 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 Watchtower. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All I got to say is us living in our bunker, man. Good thing we don't, nobody knows where we live. Then would give us mail. Oh. Government ain't finding us. No, no way. <laughs> I'm not paying taxes. No, no. <laughs> no, no. You're dead and I got 13 kids by 13 women. I ain't, I ain't giving no monies. <laughs> I don't know they ain't finding us. <laughs> All right. We're going we're gonna to take a break and we're going to go to I Can't Believe It's Not Google. And... We'll be right back. We're doing I Can't Believe It's Not Google, where people write in, ask us questions. And we give them our advice. It's not great advice. It's just our advice. It could be shitty. But uh, it's all we got. So I got a long one here from Steve from Iowa. Uh, says, it's, this one's kind of long, so, but I, th- I, f- I found it very interesting. Okay. Um, so my wife and I have been together for eight years. We have a five-year-old girl and a baby boy that's two. When we talked about kids before, my wife always said she wanted two. I only wanted one. After our son and getting through the baby years and sleepless nights for this for the second time, I didn't want to ever go through that again. But when my son was a year old, my wife began casually mentioning wanting a third. And I would laugh it off. But one day she sat me down and said, we have to have a third. I said, mm. no. We agreed on two. But she said she wanted four and three was a compromise. Oh, this bitch. I, <laughs> Balls on this I, bitch. Yeah, I refused. I said, I only wanted one, and we have two. So she got angry and called me selfish for taking away her dream of wanting a big family. So a c- couple days later, she apologized that we had sex. She, I assumed she was on birth control, and I had condoms. So I thought it was going to be all good. Thinking back on it, I probably should have figured something was up because there was a time later, because a time later, I came home from work one day and my wife had a huge smile on her face and she sat me down and showed me the positive pregnancy test. My first thought was, 
oh shit. My wife noticed I was unhappy and started screaming at me. She berated me for not being supportive and and saying this was a miracle from God and I should be grateful. I, <laughs> I said I was sorry and hugged her and said I was super excited for the baby. My wife was delighted and later that night she was uh, calling everyone to t- tell everybody the good news. So, But something didn't feel right to me. So when she went to sleep, I took the condoms that were in the cupboard and I ran them through the water and they all had holes in them. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) I nabbed her phone and I saw texts from her best friend of my wife complaining how I wouldn't come around. Her best friend suggested in the text that she should arrange an accident with a winky face. Hmm. My wife agreed and said that she was going to come off her birth control pills. I confronted her on it on her so-called miracle, she got this deer in a headlight look and bursted into tears. Oh, yeah, that's right. Always fucking start crying, right? Yeah. She wailed and then she got angry. Oh. Through tears, she screamed, I had no right to go through her phone. And it's her choice whether or not she wants to be on birth control. She told me to go sleep on the couch. And I laughed at that bitch <laughs> and said, no, I'm sleeping in the bed. You're leaving. Mm. She said, that's fine. But I need, but that I needed to come around for our child. I told her I wasn't sure if you if it was our child, and Ooh. she cried more. She's still in the house, but I can't bring myself to talk to her. What do I do? Because staying at home with her is bad enough, and I don't know if I should leave over this. I don't trust her anymore. I'm angry, but I have another kid on the way. Mm. That's. That's a, that's crazy right there. Man, that's why you just come in their face. That's why you, Have you tried you the pull-out method? Yeah, you don't fucking... Yeah, you come in their face, man. This fucking guy... What's his name? Did it say? Steve. I think it's Steve. Steve. Steve, man, you gotta... This bitch is crazy. Like, you don't know what she'll do. I, I feel like if... Say he didn't come in her, right? Mm-hmm. This bitch is crazy enough. I thought she was going to go down the road of like, maybe, you know, she's on birth control. The condoms were all good and she's probably cheating on him. Oh, like get, maybe get someone yeah, else maybe to she, knock her up. Yeah. Someone else to knock her up. Another, I'm assuming they're white, but uh, I'm assuming she'd get another white guy to knock her up so that, you know, he wouldn't know the difference. But damn, fucking holes in the condoms. Like, who the fuck does that? That's, that's crazy. Like, I, I don't know. Uh, this guy's got a problem because I I would not be able to trust this person ever. Yeah. Again. Oh no. Oh no. She'll do what she wants no matter what. Yeah. She's manipulative. And then like the crying and all that bullshit. It's a it's just like yeah. A, a, already going to that. Like you're gonna do what I want. I'm gonna emotionally manipulate you. Mm. How could you? But then it's tough because he's got two kids with her already. He's got two kids already. Yeah. Shit. But you man, know what? That's... She. I bet you she was a manipulative bitch before this, so I'm surprised he didn't see this happening, you know? Maybe he thought everything was good, you know, because he had agreed to, you know, to things before. And yeah. so he was, it was not a problem. But now that, yeah. you know, she wants more, greedy bitch, she wants more. And he's like, no. I mean, you, you got to come to, you know, compromise. And, you know, the, the 13 women I had kids with, they they all wanted to have a kid, so I gave them one. <laughs> you gave so them, you blessed I, them with Yeah, I, you know, I... <laughs> The other girls, the other women's, I didn't, I didn't give them kids because I wasn't feel right giving kids. I didn't want to have kids with them, but so they, you have to compromise, you know. Try, take it from me, you know. I, I know that there's compromise, you know, between <laughs> a man and a woman. 
Well, this girl, but, this, this lady didn't want to compromise. No, that's what I'm saying. She she wanted her way. Like, hey, you know, but the, the, the shitty thing is that she, they agreed at the beginning, right? You said they were supposed to have two. Yeah. And now, now she wants fucking four. And that's, that you changed, the status quo has changed. This bitch needs to go. So, yeah. so you're saying he should I, just like take off and do his own thing? I, I don't know. I mean, I don't even think I'd want her to raise my kids. Like I, I would, wouldn't, because I yeah I don't know I don't know what she's, she's gonna, gonna say. They're gonna be this. They're gonna yeah. turn out like her. Oh yeah, that's fuck that man. That's not even. No, no, that bitch needs to go. I think that's a tough one because like you said, she has a kid. The kid's coming. Because and... that would be kind of almost considered like almost rape, if you think about it. Because like, yeah, it, cause, but I mean, he because he, he's going. You know, in, no, it was consensual. Yeah, the sex consensual because they were both, you know, she was on. She thought he, she made him believe that he was on the a pill and he was using a condom. Mm-hmm. But it was consensual that they would have sex, but not. To, it was deceptive, to, is what it was. Yeah. I mean, you know, the courts are gonna rule for the women, so he's not gonna win that one. He's got to like prove that she's fucking psycho to the judge. So I mean, well, if just he's willing to stoop to her the, level. Like the text alone, I mean, the condoms might be a little hard to do, but but the text alone, I mean, you can, that would just be something. I don't know. Yeah, that's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. I think I think this bitch, I think this bitch needs to go. Fucking don't don't even don't even have her around. It's just it's a problem. She's a problem. There's no yeah. there's no reason to have her. Here's I mean, what you do, Steve. You, you fake your death and you get the fuck out of there. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> You, you don't have to worry about the kids. Are... Yeah. But, you don't but have to worry I mean, about the kids. What if he loves his kids? What if he likes the two kids? That's the only problem. Just get a good insurance policy on yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, knock a couple teeth out. Yeah. Burn yourself in a, in a in a crash and leave the teeth in there so that's all that's left so they know that you're dead. Mm-hmm. And then, then you got the insurance policy. They take care of the kid. You go on your way. You do what you want. Do what you want. That sounds like sound advice to me. Yeah. So sounds like fake your fake death. Your death. Steve, get out of there, man. Go have, another, <laughs> go have two kids with another woman. With there another woman that only wants two kids, man. You better, you better meet these bitches and talk to them right so that you know what's going on. This woman is not right. And just get a vasectomy and then, you know, don't tell anybody you have. And then you just keep trying. So you know, you he should have had the vasectomy. Again. Yeah, he should have got it right after the two. He should have got the vasectomy. I know. Older. That's what I would have done. Just yeah. like, oh, I'm just going to go and not tell anybody. Just get it. Like, yeah, oh, just, I guess yeah just, and then and just keep pumping kids. it in there. <laughs> Yeah, and then if she you does, let's go for it. Yeah. And, oh, then you know pregnant, she's a cheating bitch. You know yeah, you. I think you don't even know if it's his. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's you what know? I thought. Like I said, I thought that was the avenue he was going down. That. Yeah. So like, even we still, didn't have sex, you don't know if it's his. And then she she got pregnant or something. I was like, oh fuck. I mean, she could have like crazy. you know, done that and went out and fucking cheese on him. To, you know, could have get get not sure. Yeah. Double double dose of cum in her from different DNA to make sure she got pregnant. She had Oof. like a cum milkshake in there, and she's she's ready to get knocked up. So, no, oh, it's a bad bitch, bad bitch. So sorry, Steve. Yeah, bad fake your death. So fake your death. Out. Get out of there. Yeah, perfect <laughs> advice. <laughs> Fucking perfect. All right. On that note, it's time to wrap it up. Uh, so stay tuned for the for the after show, the dark web. Uh, we'll see you guys in a little bit after our little break here. If you enjoy the show, please go to iTunes, Stitcher, 
Google Play, or wherever you're listening, and give us a good rating. If you want to share a story or have ideas for a future episode, you're welcome to visit us at www.wewontheinternet.podbean.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Welcome to the Dark Web, the WWTI Studios After Show. All right, so welcome to the Dark Web. So I got some stories here from people that uh, seen creepy things, the creepy things that are seen at night by drivers. So I thought these were kind of interesting. So this first story comes from somebody unknown. It says, I delivered newspapers in a fairly rural area the summer after I graduated high school. One night, it's pouring rain, and I'm driving down this dirt road that is dead end to a farmer's house. I've been down this road a few dozen times and know the routine. Drop the paper off in the box at the end of the drive, whip a shitty back, whip a shitty back up the road and off to my next stop. This time, I'm getting out of my car to place a newspaper in the holder. I see this man in the ditch wearing a drenched white shirt running at me as fast as he can. He got within 20 feet of me. I can see what my mind pictured as a hatchet or an axe. I ran back around the front of my car, jumped in and took off. Everything happened so fast that I almost didn't realize where I was. It must have been about 5 to 10 miles later that I attempted to call 911. No signal using my Motorola flip phone in the middle of nowhere in the year 2000. I had to stop at a farmer's house to call the police at 2am. Turns out the guy killed himself within an hour of this run with me in at the wooden ditch. Oh, Can you imagine? just like... Was he trying like to do like a death by police kind of thing, or like have uh, maybe, hopefully the guy yeah. was to kill him? Can you imagine that? Or maybe he was just gonna want to kill somebody before he killed himself. Like fuck I it, know. I just want to. Sounds... That sounds kind of weird. If you're gonna kill yourself, why you know? Yeah, why go after somebody, somebody else? with a hatchet? Yeah. The only thing Again. I can think of is hoping that somebody would, you know, he would scare somebody enough to kill him. Yeah. You know, because yeah, he didn't have, have the balls to, to do it. And then he got, like, he was like, holy shit, no, nobody, I can't find anybody to kill me, so I might as well just do it myself. <laughs> In the fucking middle of the country, man, there's, just, there's not a lot of people to choose from. Especially because he, uh, would he kill himself with, his, with the axe then? He must have, yeah. <laughs> you know how hard that would be? I don't know. I know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Dude, uh, what do you get? How do you? you I don't know, I, I don't man. think I could. You'd have to, like, whack yourself really hard exactly, to Exactly, yeah. Somewhere or get an or artery hit yourself or in the leg and hit an artery so you could bleed out really fast. Oh. But, ugh. Yeah, I don't know. I don't Wait. know. All right, I got this next one. Here's, this was a possible trap. Again, this is an unknown person. So just a couple months ago, I, I worked a pretty late shift one night. Left the office at around 2 a.m. and have a 30-minute drive home. I live pretty far out in the woodland areas of the country. Forest directly on both sides of the road. I was casually driving along through the fog, and out of nowhere, a kid's rubber ball, the kind of rubber ball with cartoons on the side comes mm. bouncing out in the middle of the road from the trees. I slammed on my brakes and swerved to miss because I thought for sure a kid was bound to be chasing behind it. Never seen a soul step out. As I drive on by and started thinking, what would a kid be doing out playing this late? Then I remembered there was no houses around where this happened at. Someone had to have thrown it in the road. The height it came from onto the road and the way it bounced, the way it simply didn't didn't blow it in front of me. It was pretty creepy. So it sounds like somebody was trying to get him to stop, you know. And stop. Uh, get out. And, 
That would be horrible. <laughs> can you, you see that? just like, oh, what's this ball? Oh, I better stop because there might be a kid out here in the middle yeah, of the exactly. woods. Well, you know, that's just, like you said, that was his first stop. It was like, maybe there was, you know, maybe there's a kid. You know, I stopped because I thought a kid would be coming out and, you know, coming to get it. But nope. You know, he's like, wait a minute. I'm fucking in a secluded area. There's nothing here. <laughs> can you imagine that shit? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of stories of people like doing that, you know, trying to get people to stop so they could rob them or kill them or whatever yeah. the fuck they do. Man, it's like what was that movie with the the hills have eyes? Remember those those, those backwards family? Oh, they were they kill. Oh, they're like people. all red rednecks. Yeah, like, hillbillies uh, and shit, and like in all inbred, weren't they? Something? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Generations of inbreeding, and they're all fucked up and deformed. Maybe it's just one of those kids that were on the woods. <laughs> well, it was probably an adult. I mean, he said it, it came pretty high, right? Like, it was like somebody like a man had thrown it. <sighs> uh, I don't know. But I got this last one here that... Yeah. This is called Mother and Son Come Across a Serial Killer by Zen Loveless. Okay. So back in the early mid-70s, my mother and I lived in the Pacific Northwest. I was about six years old. We were on an offbeat road right outside of Seattle. It was a very dark night. No moon and a wisp of fog. We saw a Volkswagen Beetle on the side of the road with their emergency flashers on and a rather good-looking guy, as my mom describes him, with his arm in a sling waving us down. My mom pulled over, being the kind of woman that would help anybody in need, and he looked normal. My mom, my mom rolled down her window and asked if she could help, and the guy asked my mom if he could help her get the last lug off of his tire so he could change his flat. My mother introduces herself, and he says, Hello, my name is Ted. And then he smiled and looked at me, reached over and shook my hand. He asked my name, and I got this bad vibe as well because I said nothing to him. My mom said something about his smile really made her uncomfortable. And then she noticed that he was missing the passenger seat in his beetle. So she rolls the window back up, and she says she would call a tow truck to come help at the next city. She then speeds away while looking in her rearview mirror and sees him taking off his sling and getting back in the beetle and taking off very fast in the opposite direction. Holy so shit. that's the night. That's the night at six years old when I shook the hand of Ted Bundy. Oh, that'd be creepy. That'd be like super creepy. <laughs> Especially after you see that dude get arrested, you're like, yeah. "Fuck, I remember that guy." Wait a minute, I know him. Can you imagine that shit? Oh man, oh, shook that'd his make hand. you think. That'd make you. That would. Yeah, that would get you really. That would fuck you. I'd fuck you up a little bit in the head. It could. Yeah, like, if you really think about it, like we could have died. Or, yeah, that could be their mom. last. Yeah, or yeah. the bull. Yeah, because they're not gonna. He's not gonna keep him alive. No. Yeah. Can you? Could you imagine something like that? Fucking. Oh, I don't know. I think that's. I think that's pretty creepy. But he's it's something about him. Like I said, a lot of the women fell for his charm. But this. This. No, it's kind of. It's kind of. It's kind of weird how some people don't sense. Exactly. That. The, you know the sense that the, that vibe. You know how some people mm-hmm. get a vibe like, oh, there's something up with this person. Yeah, something's not but, right. But you know, because the, there is, he he tricked people. I mean, it's weird how some people can get can get that vibe, and some people just don't. There's a lot of women that he killed that didn't get it, and and once they realized it, it was too late, unfortunately. Because yeah, you know, I I've know. I've met people where I'm just like, oh no, it's like this guy's kind of shady. I don't feel comfortable yeah, being around exactly. me. Yeah, I'm not. I'm but not, nothing really. Nothing ever really happened. Mm-hmm. But it. Yeah, I don't know. 
I guess some people pick up on it better than others. Luckily, this kid and, you know, the mom, both of them did. You know, luckily, he, she wasn't willing to get out. You're six years old. Mom, don't get out. And she's going to be like, whatever, you know, just going to do what she wants. And then that could have been it. But, yeah. Uh, that's I, I, it always out. made me wonder where that, you know, that vibe comes from. Like when, you, you know. I don't know. It's like a sixth like, sense, right? Yeah, I, I would think so. But, I mean, or is it just like. Because, I mean, there's there's lots of, like I said, there's a lot of times I had a bad vibe, but nothing really happened. Mm-hmm. Is it just like a, you know, just a, a, a trigger in your brain that it's like, it, you don't feel, just feel that something's wrong, but a lot of times you, you could be, I mean, you're wrong about it. Did Well, you know, maybe something you were going to do, you decided like, ah, eh, I'll just do this instead. And because you did that, it could have, you could have averted some type of calamity. I don't know. Uh, yeah, everyone. I think a lot of people get you know you gotta trust that gut, right? That's what a lot of people say, and I think a lot of people ignore the gut. Yeah, I think so, well, like I think some people like they. A lot of people try to be nice, you know, because they don't mm-hmm. they don't want to they don't want to hurt people's feelings. Mm-hmm. And I think like and I think a lot of women do that too, that because they, I think they're kind of conditioned to to try to be kind to people, you know, mm-hmm. like a, like a dude does. Most guys don't give a shit. You know, yeah. But like, like I think women are kind of trained to, to try to not hurt people's feelings, and I think that's what, the, even though they have those bad vibes, they still kind of go with it, you know, because they're like, oh, you know. Well, again, like again, I, I don't want that. You know, make, you've heard a lot of the stories of Ted, how he was really charismatic and he was, you know, he was handsome and he spoke well. So you're just deceived, you know. Yeah, I can, people I can, just. Yeah. They're just deceived, like, hey, this guy's a sweet, good-talking guy. And... Yeah, he's too handsome to be a killer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's in law school, because I think he went to the University of Washington. You know, he was going to law school, and he worked at a law firm, and, hey, you know, this guy's... And he got a nice smile. He dressed nice. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, like, if it, like I remember when he was... I remember seeing the, some of the documentaries on him, and he, he seemed like a normal person. He didn't seem like... He didn't seem creepy at all. Just... You know, he just seems like some dark. guy with, like, yeah... He seemed like just some trade. dude that you 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 can meet off the street and nothing. Yeah, you could just, just hang out nothing and talk about to him. it. Yeah, there's a lot. Of that. That's what psychology always tries to figure out. Like what what makes these people broken? You know, what why what makes them want to do the things that they're doing? And you know, I've talked to people about this, and some people are just they come from a good home, you know, happy home. They weren't abused. They weren't you know nothing raped. They weren't beat up. They were you know they had a good life, and they just mm-hmm. like this shit. And that's what's the hardest for people to understand is some yeah. people just are wired that way. Yeah, they just don't have any any empathy for, for anybody. Others. Yeah. Yeah. That's the that's the hardest part to really accept. And I think, you know, that's that's really that's really difficult and Yeah, because most people they do they can feel for other people. And mm-hmm. they th- and it's and it's 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 easy to assume that everybody else feels that same way. Exactly, and so yeah, so but man, we we you know growing up, we had a few people that we knew. I remember that just like you, just like fuck, this guy doesn't give a shit. <laughs> you know, I just there's a few people like I remember thinking like, like fuck, this motherfucker. I, I think I'm gonna die today. <laughs> yeah, like, but I mean, oh, you see them act, you see them act like you know like that way with others. And I'm like, like fuck, man, this guy, I ain't hanging around with this guy no more. <laughs> like, I'm gonna get yeah, arrested. This is, this is too much. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, this is. He's either gonna yeah. get me killed or in prison. So yeah, exactly. Just for just on. for knowing him. Yeah. 
Like that. Oh, well, that's enough for the internet for tonight. Um, what can you do? What can you do? Thank you, everyone, for joining us at the bunker. And if the world doesn't end by then, we'll see you next week. Bye, everyone. <laughs>